0: Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two, in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in. To your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Podcasts. let's focus in on sam just real quick before sure. we talk about that giants offense um what is a successful day for sam how on sunday
1: yeah i mean i think i've just been super impressed with sam generally this year obviously there's the bills game which was tough but i think on the season yeah. you think man like he can kind of his arm talent his release his athleticism his competitiveness all those things are excellent so for me i think it's just doing what he did in that Eagles game. To me, that's been his best game. It's just taking what the defense is giving you. Don't press. Don't try to force the ball downfield. If it's there on third and six, throw the out. You know, like don't don't try to be Superman. And I think versus this defense, you're going to get some opportunities just to kind of take what they're giving you. And again, this is this is another thing that's interesting. Like when you watch the San Francisco game, for example, like Wink tried to heat up Brock Purdy a little bit and obviously to his detriment but one of the things i'd point out is that like brock purdy had to make some plays versus all-out pressure like what you would call like engage eight you know if you're a madden fan and then you know kind of buy some time feather away and then deliver a strike and i think if sam can walk that balance between it's time to make a play and it's time to play within the context of the offense effectively and again that's what makes a good quarterback is understanding when it's time the time and place to do that Um, I think, I think that's that would be a successful day for me, like him growing as a player and showing the maturity he showed against the Eagles game. And again, against the Falcons too, and also knowing when it's time to, to press a little bit and, and hang in the pocket a little bit longer and deliver that strike. And that's something that only comes with time and experience. But for me, that's kind of what I'll be looking for in this game specifically is how do you handle the pressure and, um, and how do you make big boy kind of NFL quarterback decisions under pressure? So
0: yeah and how do you avoid catastrophic mistakes like
1: um
0: you know one of the things that i used to say when talking about kirk when i was on the beat back in the day is you know kirk early in his career as you well know because you were on the field for many of these like he was a turnover machine like he was throwing interceptions all over the damn place and eventually sean and jay got him to a point where like his mistakes were incompletions or like his mistakes were like i checked the ball down when i had a touchdown you're like dude it's wide open and like that's a little bit what Sam needs to go through right now is like, how do you limit the catastrophic mistakes? And he's going through it already. Like we haven't seen the stuff that was in the bills game necessarily. um, since the bills game there, there's been continued growth, even if there are is still the sack issue, but you know, I think you see alternatively last week with Atlanta, just getting the ball out of your hands sometimes is not a good thing like you're better off taking a sack than doing what desmond ritter was doing which was freaking out at pressure throwing the ball up and throwing it right to the the wrong jersey so like yeah the sacks need to be fixed because this is completely unsustainable from not just like a play situation but from an injury management situation whether he were Mm -hmm. to get knocked out fully or to get dinged and, and not play as well as he has been but it is better than just like, ah, there's pressure coming, throw the ball up in the air or do something, you know, rush a throw, do something silly. Um, so where is where is that balance? And I think continued growth in that area is is what I'm looking for week in, week out at this point on kind of the long term process with Sam. I agree.
1: Um,
0: and then the other thing too that I this is my last question for you on Sam and in, in the offense is where can he escape? Because since the Arizona game, when he had the sack fumble return for touchdown, yeah. he has not really tried to escape out of the back of the pocket. It's like someone told him like, Hey man, that's why you don't do that in the NFL. And he's right. like, okay, got it. And then he'll try to escape up in the pocket and it's not particularly gone. Well, he's run into a lot of sacks. How does he use his mobility? Cause he is a, a good runner. And even if he needs to slide a little bit more, probably for everyone's liking. Like he'll get you some yards and obviously picking up a few yards or at least being able to extend the play outside the pocket and look, keep your eyes downfield is better than a sack. So where, where are the avenues, the alleys for him to escape the pocket with his legs, whether that's to run or to throw.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a really interesting question um, and one that's kind of complicated. So one, I would say that, um, you know, like there's this thing that young quarterbacks do is they think they're better athletes than they are compared to the talent that they're going against. Because in college, like Sam was excellent at escaping and finding avenues and outrunning defensive ends. But I also think there needs to be an understanding that, hey, man, like all these defensive linemen, even the big ones are running sub 540s. Like they are fast and they are big and they're athletic. And so I think fans also need to understand that, that escaping the pocket is not like an easy thing to do. It's right. not, especially with the, And so, I've, like London Fletcher brought this up the other day. He was in studio and he was like, you know, one of the things I see with defensive lines is they're doing like what they call like a, like a, a mush, a mush rush, which is basically is like, instead of like trying to be creative and, you know, attack edges, they just say, we're going to bull the offensive line back, kind of collapse the pocket. And then shrink A, throwing windows, but also shrink escape opportunities, right? And so they, especially experienced players, like you see Calais do this, which I thought was great by him. He's pulling the guard back and Sam's in a good position, but he's got eyes to the quarterback and in his mind, Calais's mind, like the clock goes off. He's like, the quarterback's going to scramble. Sam scrambles. He sheds the block and makes a sack. And it's not that Cosme lost the block because Sam's running up to escape the pocket and takes a sack. So I do think that fans need to understand that teams are rushing him in a specific way. And it's also based on his athletic profile. Those escape opportunities are, unless they can create some width and separation in the pocket or move the pocket are not going to be as ready as like people want to say, like, for example, I'm watching the game with, you know, um, you know, be Mitch or Santana. And they're always like, oh, he's got to run there. And I'm like, I think if he tries to run there, that's going to be a sack because of how they've constricted the pocket. And so uh, I think fans just need to keep that in mind. And so what I would say, what I would like to see more of is on these deep throw opportunities is instead of saying, hey, throw the ball or escape the pocket, maybe it's throw the ball. And then here's a check down. Here's a crosser. Here's a a sit that alleviates some of that pressure for him to kind of have to beat these better athletes and get to space. And I'm not saying he can't do it because he's shown an ability like when he has space and when he has opportunity to to make a play, but I don't think that needs to, that shouldn't be, it needs to be utilized the way Daniel Jones utilizes it. And if you watch Daniel Jones, he's very rarely escaping vertically into the pocket, like unless there's a huge chasm of a lane there. And I think that's something, again, that coincides with that decision-making stuff we were talking about. You need to learn when and where, when and where you can escape the pocket to be most advantageous for you.
0: Yeah. And I think what you see in veteran quarterbacks like Russell Wilson's great at this right. it has been forever. Daniel Jones is actually very good at this as well is like, can you move a little bit within the pocket? and let a guy blow by and then you got an open right, side right right like the reason it's so dangerous when chase like gets pushed too far upfield and the times that we've talked about that for instance um is because then all of a sudden you do really have that space to run it's not necessarily vertical in the pocket but like where's the lane to escape it's after a little shuffle here set step up there stay within the pocket all of a sudden your tackle is able to push a defensive end 15 yards upfield they go loop around uh you know to the other side to come and get you well they vacated aside and you can get out and that's when you see some of those like let me run lateral to line of scrimmage and see if i can send the play down the field right. or depending on the coverage and the route concepts perhaps there's 10 yards of space and that's a and great so, point by yeah. you
1: because it's like he's not compared to other people in the nfl he's not really good at that subtle pocket movement it's like drop. And then I'm like demonstrably escaping the pocket. But I think you bring right. up a good point that some of those he gets guys stuck like yeah. that, mm-hmm. that we've seen that how
0: often this year where he drops, he gets to the top of his drop and then he stands there. And, and like, I'd imagine fans just l- watching. And even if you don't know football on like that level, right. you've just watched it as a fan for your whole life. You go, ah, <laughs> like a quarterback's not supposed to be standing there like that. Right. Like it's, he's literally a stationary target.
1: No. Yeah. I think that's a hundred percent. Right. And in college, like he didn't have to do that really. He didn't have to move around and be creative and do all this stuff. Like, cause his O line was pretty good and they did a good job of keeping him insulated. And that's not the NFL. That's not pocket awareness in the NFL. Like look at Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or anybody, right? They do such a good job of subtle movements in the pocket to create space and give them opportunities to throw and talk about stuff that needs to happen and he needs to mature at that's one of the things that needs to get better so yeah. um you know I think it'll come it'll come with time but it's all of this stuff that we're talking about you know the throws the escapism the taking sacks that comes hopefully with experience and hopefully he gets better each and every week and I do think he has improved with a lot of this stuff it's just about yeah. continuing continuing that progression And i do
0: think um back to one of the points you made in the middle there like eb can help him out a little bit more with some some easier escape routes with his arm like hey man if you're in trouble you know where your check down is you know where this little sit route over the ball is um because like we've talked about there seems to not really be a full trust with the receivers with the concepts with some of these down the field throws because they're open if he would throw with anticipation but he's not there yet in his progression as a player And so how do you say, okay, man, if you miss, if you miss the anticipation throw and supposed to having to make another downfield throw, because everyone's 12 to 20 yards down the field, here's an easy check down, here's an easy five yard over the ball. And so um, hopefully some of that stuff continues to emerge in the offense and you can find that. And um, obviously that can also be mixed in with, you know, Gibson's got to get out a little bit faster when he chips or things like that. Um, so those get, those get real complicated, but you know, obviously there's a, there's a role to play for everybody. That's the role of Sam. That's the role of the play caller. That's the role of the receivers. That's the role of everybody, uh, which we talked about at length.